0: Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to Ride With MBS Malay. I hope you guys are having a lovely yet wonderful, um, day. (laughs) Um, I know the last episode was really, really, really harsh. And I'm not sorry for it because somebody needed to hear it. Um, even if it's somebody that's just going through their own situations and they're trying to figure out how to handle things. Um yeah so I'm just sharing my experiences. Um, let me start off with the current events, and then I'll tell you what this one's gonna be about. Um, speaking, it's still going lovely, lovely as ever on Facebook. Um the group is going great. It's a really great group. Um, everybody's supportive of each other. Um, everybody tunes into everyone's lives. People are just randomly going live now, so it was a great kickoff and it's it's going really good. It's going really good, and I really hope to keep meeting new people because every day I meet a new person and I don't know why I did not create this group a long time ago because it's like one of the best things that could have possibly happened to to speak because it's been two years now our anniversary was on the 14th and it's been two years and it's just like wow (laughs) so yeah um I'm gonna jump right into the subject of the narcissistic abuse that I'm going to be speaking about on this podcast I'm going to just come on here and just read you an article um I'm going to come back and speak on my thoughts and everything I know I spoke a lot about my thoughts last episode um but I want to give more thoughts from people that are more experienced with uh, narcissistic abuse and everything so if you watched anything about uh Uh, in that video i shared a link i'm sorry in the last episode in the description i shared a link to the royal we youtube channel where they were explaining how to lose all contact with narcissistic people um i hope you guys watched it because i know it brought a lot of insight to me and it opened my eyes to a lot of things and um I feel like it was a really good video. And the same people that created that channel also have a website called com, where you can speak to people about getting over whatever situation you're trying to get over with narcissistic abuse because, you know, it really does play on minds. It is really something serious that goes on and um, something that people don't really notice because they're so used to the things that they're going on. Or the things that are going on in their life and they don't never take that pause to sit down and really think um, how to make themselves healthy again so if okay. you're interested um, joining the com to speak to people uh, make an appointment to talk to someone and figure out your situation to figure out if you're dealing with a narcissist and yeah, get the help that you need or whatever if you feel like you need help over you know, somebody is if it's something that you're not trying to get over then these are not the people that you should be reaching out to because you should only be reaching out for assistance or for help or something when you really want it and when you're really not trying to fall back into it um, yeah so this article from the website gives uh basically it tells you what to look for if you're trying to figure out if you're dealing with a narcissistic person. I know you're probably getting tired of that word, but I'm, I have to use it because there's not really any other word for it. So, yeah. So the article is titled, What are Red Flags of Narcissistic Abuse? It is important to understand that domestic violence does not always manifest as physical abuse. Emotional and psychological abuse can be devastating and leading to abu- physical abuse if not handled with boundaries early on. However, lack of physical violence does not mean the abuser is any less dangerous to the victim, nor does it mean the victim is any less trapped by the abuse. Narcissistic abuse may begin with red flags and behaviors that may easily be-, be dismissed or downplayed, such as name-calling, threats, possessiveness, or distrust. But in reality, these things are coercive tactics used to control a relationship. It is extremely important to identify narcissistic abuse. Studies have shown that prolonged exposure to emotional and psychological abusers causes long-term damage to the mental and emotional health of resulting in symptoms of depression, anxiety, and even physical manifestations. In my recent years of work with victims, it is not uncommon to hear victims of narcissistic abuse also become treated for things such as adrenal fatigue, tachycardia, POTS, and other less common illnesses. Although these illnesses are still being researched and no direct link to abuse has been medically proven, it is important to mention, and you can make your own assessment. Ultimately, it is your mental health, your emotions, and physical well being that you are responsible to protect. Why risk any of it for a relationship that you have been coerced into thinking will bring you happiness? Remember, love shouldn't hurt. Narcissistic abuse can be best described as being with people you have no business being with, doing things you have no business doing, and going places you have no business going. How do you know if you're dealing with narcissistic abuse? Emotional or physical abuse is a behavior your partner uses to control you or damage your f- emotional well-being. It can be verbal or nonverbal. Name-calling, mocking, intimidation, making humiliating remarks or gestures, yelling in your face or standing in a menacing way, placing little value on what you say, interrupting, changing topics, not listening or responding and twisting your words, putting you down in front of other people, saying negative things about your friends and family, Preventing or making it difficult for you to see friends or relatives cheating or being overly jealous. Shifting responsibility for abusive behavior by blaming others or saying you caused it. Or monitoring your social media, phone calls, text, car, and computer use. So, those are the red flags. If those are the things that you're going through, love shouldn't hurt. (laughs) Um, You are dealing with a narcissistic person. That's the article that I really wanted to read to you. Um, On this website, they have a few things that you can look up. Like, they have blogs up uh, about how to discard narcissistic abuse, um, healing tips. Um, It's a whole bunch of different articles and a whole bunch of different strategies on, you know you actually becoming that narcissist which is the the main topic that i wanted to discuss today um when i was explaining about the the two cups where you represented the clean water And the narcissist represented the dirty water. And when the narcissist would pour the dirty water into you, you would be dirty. And then you would end up pouring your dirty water back into the narcissist. Because you're trying to, like, help this person. You're trying to understand this person. So, like, you're using what you know. And, like, and then it just becomes, like, a back and forth thing. And then you fully become that toxic person. So, I wanted to share my experience of that aspect um, so I started saying things, like, in arguments that I don't normally say. Like, you know, I don't normally say to people, oh, um, uh, you're dead to me. Or I don't normally say to people that I, that I hate them or that I want to go and fight them. Or I don't normally say things that, that, Yeah, you know, I don't normally say half the things that I've been saying the past couple of weeks. Um, as threats or as I don't know, I don't know. But like, I see, I fully see what it means to be put uh, in two different cups. When when I first came into contact with this person, I was getting out of a, a already toxic relationship. I I got over that relationship. Uh, let me see how many years prior to that, probably like two, three years prior to that, I had just got out of a relationship with a narcissistic person, but I didn't realize this person was narcissistic until I started doing all this research on narcissism, right, but I didn't realize, um, it was two years, two, three years since I've been with that person, I was already, like, starting to clean myself, like, I was, uh, I didn't know, I didn't notice that I was already, like, healing myself, like, you know, like, um, I still was in contact with the person, but I wasn't in contact with, like, I had, I wasn't in contact with that person as much as I'm in contact with, with the person that I'm dealing with, or that I've been dealing with, that I've been talking, talking about. So, basically, around the time that me and the this person started dealing with each other, I was just already getting out of um, an abusive relationship. And I was just starting to like you know start starting to like learn myself and open myself up more to people and starting to get to know other people more and starting to talk to other people and going on dates and like you know that's when I started like doing things so then when this person came into my life then I, I started canceling all those things all over again because then I started feeling like I was back in inside of a relationship or whatever so then um throughout time as uh, different situations started happening, and, um, I don't know, like, I, I was confused about different things, like, you know, like, if you're not in a relationship with a person, like, you're free to do whatever you want to do, basically, right, so I would, I would be doing whatever I want to do, but, like, I'm not a liar, so, like, you know, if I went on a date, I'm gonna tell a person, I'm gonna tell you about a date I went on, like, you know, I want to talk to you about everything that I'm doing, about my days and everything, like, until somebody, um, tells me that they want me officially then I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong you know so I'm not thinking I'm doing anything wrong and I'm telling this person like you know all the stuff that I'm doing or whatever but then it turns out to be a fight because I didn't know I wasn't supposed to be talking to other people you know so then like you know I was all these names in the book and and it ended up being like this it, it was a really really I'm not going to give too much detail on it because it, it it's really it's a really stupid emotional dumbass topic or whatever but it was it was serious. It was like this really serious thing. I did not know that I wasn't supposed to be messing with, with anybody else. I didn't know that um that person was the only person I was supposed to be dealing with. Like even though we wasn't together or whatever. So like you know that's that's how it became that. So like then um I cancelled out like, you know, all that every everything extra. I stopped going on dates. I stopped talking to other people and it was just like, you know, just just that person. So like, you know, anytime we started getting into arguments, like, you know, I always I never was the one to say hurtful, hurtful shit back. Like I always was the one to like, you know, hear what somebody else had to say about me, because like like I was saying in the last podcast, you people usually tell tell you the the 100 percent truth when they're angry or they tell you how they really feel when they're angry. So, like, me, like, I'm I'm that type of person. Like, I, I'm not a hurtful person, so I don't like to say hurtful words. If, if I say to my poetry, I say to my poetry, I'm telling you in my poetry how you made me feel. I'm not bashing you, and I'm not calling you all these different types of names, and I'm not throwing you under the bus. I'm telling you how you made me feel and what you did to make me feel that way. And, yes, it does come off harshly, but I don't ever disrespect anybody in my poetry, you know? So... I started seeing a change in myself when I started having different arguments with different people and I started saying different, like, you know, threats or, like, saying things, like, completely out of the ordinary. Like, like I never, I would never wish for anybody dead. And then, like, you know, if I'm home and I'm, like, yelling at, like... (laughs) A text message or something like oh my god like you fucking pissed me off so bad like I, I wish this bitch was dead or something like that like I don't say stuff like that I don't say stuff like that but like after like researching all of this stuff and like bringing it all together and now like you see you see the different things that people do to cause you to change and like anytime we used to get into arguments or like we wouldn't talk for a long time like I would really go into like this really depressed state because like like I was saying like I, like, really feel for this person. Like, and so, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like anytime you have somebody that you really like or, like, that one person that you really think is for you or whatever, like, that person really becomes, like, that that only person that you're, like, looking at and, like, the only person that you're, like, thinking about and the only person that you really care about, like, what what their thoughts are. Like, you know? So, like, anytime I wasn't talking to the the only person that I used to talk to every day, it used to be, like, so annoying. Like... You know, so like I used to get really annoyed and like really frustrated and I used to be angry all the time and I'm pushing all of these other different people away and they don't understand why I'm pushing them away and why I'm talking to them certain types of ways and why I'm not coming around my family and why I'm not doing different things that I should be doing as a healthy person. And that's because I'm like so damaged and I'm so I'm thinking so much about all of the the different things that. I could be doing to, like, please somebody else that that does not even care about me. Like, like, you know, like, this really turns into, like, a whole mental issue. Like, I'm, I'm saying, like, it does sound really crazy, but people really do drive people crazy. And I'm telling you, like, it's really to that point where I really feel like, like, how come, how come, this keeps happening, like, you know, like, of course it keeps happening, like, people only have control when you give them the control, but the thing is, like, it gets to a point where it feels like it's too late, it feels like it's too late, like, you, you could, like, yeah, you could flip it, you could turn it around, but it feels like it's too late, it's, like, it's easier said than done, like, yeah, like, no, I don't want that shit in my life, no, I don't want this person in my life, because, like, this person keeps making me hurt, and it really should not hurt, like, None of this should hurt. Like, it should feel beautiful. It should feel beautiful. Like, yeah, I know we're not going to agree all the time or we're not going to have a good times all the time or whatever. Like, but it shouldn't hurt like that. Or it shouldn't hurt like this. Like, and you shouldn't make somebody feel like that. Or you shouldn't allow somebody to make you feel like that. So, yeah, you could get to a point where you could fix it and and a person doesn't, like, damage you as bad as I allowed this to happen to me or whatever, and allowing this to take over my complete mind and being the only thing that I'm talking about and everything because I can't get over it because, like, it really, it's really bothering me. Like, it's really bothering me, like, deeply. So I wanted to talk about how or, like, all the different changes that I see in myself since... Like dealing with narcissism at all in my life, and like, like now that like you know I've done all the research and I see that like that's exactly what it is. Like you know, it's like yo, I have one decision to make. Like, it's either you want this person in your life. Or you don't. Like, there's no way that this person can be your friend. This person can't be your friend. This person can't be your lover. There's nothing that this person has to give you. So, like, if you really want this hurt, then all right, you keep going down that road. Like, you know, (laughs) there's no way that you're going to be able to detach or, like, take that part away from a person and and keep it going. There's no way that you're going to be able to not be affected by all the things that this person is saying to you until you completely heal yourself, until you're that clean water again. Like, you know? And this is the stuff that I'm telling to myself. Like, you know, like I was saying, like, it's easier said than done. It's easier said than done, especially when you have so many feelings for somebody. You know, like, you can't just sit here and tell yourself to just forget about something or to just ignore it. Because it's hard. It's really hard. You know? I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Um... I don't know how it's going to end. I don't know when it's going to end. I don't know. I don't know. It's supposed to end when I want it to end. But I know that I can tell myself this right now. Like, I don't want no more of this. I don't want this ever to happen again. And I know I'm being strong right now. as, As strong as I can be right now. And trying to not let that shit come back into my life. But I already know. I already know how I am. I know how I am. And I already know, like, I'm. I feel like I'm like some hero, and I can always like fix the person or whatever, like, or I can ignore something, and I'm gonna be okay. Like, my feelings could be hurt as many times as possible, like, you know, and I'm gonna be okay at the end of the day because I'm so used to getting hurt all the time, and that's the thing, like, you know, I'm so uh, used to being hurt. Like, I've been hurt all my life that I feel like I'm just like immune to it. When I feel like I'm supposed to be immune to it for somebody else, and it's just like that's not healthy. It's not healthy and it's not something that I should be going through and it's definitely something that I should be looking past and trying to get over and trying to get through but I know that it's a process and it's going to take some time and all I can really do is keep reading up on this and keep being as strong as I could be and keep welcoming positivity into my life because all of that, all of that is not love. It's really not love. It's not love. It's like, it's control and it's like, it's misery. It's like, it's not love. It's not. It's like you're selling. It's false dreams. It's not happiness. It's and just like the the end of that article said, it's like being in a relationship with a person that's a, a narcissist. It's like uh, you're you feel like there's the a uh, um, a happy ending in some way and somehow like you know there's there's some way or somewhere where it's gonna be fixed, but like there's nowhere that it's gonna be fixed. There's nowhere because there's only one way. If it's not your way, it's not going to be your way. It's only one way, and it's that, that other person's way. And that's the only way that it's going to work. If you're doing everything exactly how you're supposed to be doing it, if you're following all the rules, if, if this is exactly, if you're doing exactly how, everything how this person wants you to do it, that, that's when everything is going to be okay, you know? But, but, then again, it's not going to be okay because then this person gets bored, you know, this person gets bored, like, you know, and has to be entertained or amused by something else. So like, you know, there's always going to be some type of change. There's always going to be something. And you always have to adapt to whatever change that this person is trying to do, like, or trying to control or make your life. Like, you know, you just have to adjust. You have to. If you want to deal with a narcissist inside your life, a, a narcissist cannot freaking change. Narcissists need to be by their That's the only way. The only way is for them to be by themselves. They can't be with anybody else. They only use people for certain things. Straight gaslighting and disrespect. So, like, yeah. I'm going to take a break and come back hey well yeah that was a long break because I recorded that on May 17th (laughs) um the reason why it took so long to publish this episode is because I was debating for a little while if it was something that I was ready to do um If I was ready to record a whole season um, speaking about narcissists, because I know I was still currently, I'm sorry, because I know I was still going through that situation. I still am. I still am. Um, But the difference now is that I know for a fact that I'm 100 percent officially done with that situation. Um, You know, it's just very draining. And I know for a fact that I deserve better. And I was so much so much rather be alone and by myself than be controlled by another individual that doesn't even give me what I want or what I need in order to be happy and that's that's something else that I needed to figure out myself um happiness is what you make it happiness is what what you see it as and you're supposed to be able to find happiness within yourself before um you know you go get somebody else happiness or before you look for somebody else to do something else for you. If that makes any sense. Um, it just, it basically just took a minute for me to like officially see the whole vision and the whole picture. And I'm like 100% better about my decision and moving on and everything. Like, I mean, of course, after you listen to what you listen to, I know you probably was like, yeah, she's crazy. She better leave. If, if, um, if she's going through that situation. And of course nobody is tying me down. And holding me down physically. And making me stay. Or making me deal with the situation. It's more of a mental. Mental captivity. Um, if you've been in a relationship like like that. I'm pretty sure you understand. The gist of it. And the things that I went through. Um, and that I'm still going through. Right now with that situation. But I took a while to release this episode or to finish this episode because like you know when you really when you really love somebody when you really got that much love for somebody like you know it really sits on you when you're talking about them or when you're saying so many things about them or when you're saying so many bad things about them but even though they're bad things they are officially true and just because I have so much bad things to say about that person does not mean that I love them any less because I do I love that person from the bottom of my heart and I'll probably love them for the rest of my life but I love you enough to walk away and I love myself enough to walk away and to find something else better or to wait till something else better comes along you know it's just it goes a long way it goes a long way and you can't tell me or you can't treat me like you love me one day and then the next day it's it's another situation or another problem and you know it just comes to a day or a time where you just know that enough is enough and I feel like I reached my breaking point and as bad as I hurt right now I know that there's going to be a point in my life where I feel 10 times better and I know that it's not going to be like this forever and I know that the the kickoff of this season did start kind of negative or I'm not going to say kind of negative. It did start negative, but I did, I did put a warning and I did let you guys know that it was going to be a negative situation. Um, I just really don't think that people should have in their mind that people are positive all the time or that they are happy all the time. Because if you're human, you go through hell and you just got to figure out how to get back. And I feel like that's what I'm doing right now. I am going through hell and I am (laughs) figuring out how not to burn down there. You know, (laughs) how to get back up because it's really hard in the position that I'm in trying to, you know, be this positive figure try to be smiley and happy all the time and try to keep these projects going. And I have so much hurt going on in my life and so much pain going on inside of me. And that's the thing that keeps me going is is my projects and uh, the words that I can give out to people so people can be helped and so that they're not going through the same situations that I'm going through or that you so you can help yourself a little bit earlier on so you're not experiencing it as bad because I know a lot of people probably think I'm exaggerating, but I'm not exaggerating. Like, it really hurts. It really, really hurts to be... Or to feel like you're being controlled by somebody else. You're you're not controlled by somebody else. Nobody else has power over you. You only have power over yourself, right? But what individuals have the power to do, they do have the power to take over your mind. But you have the power to take that back. You have the power to take your mind back. And that's something that I'm discovering. And that's something that I'm figuring out right now is how to get back to myself. Because, because... It's really damaging. Like I've said several times and like I will continue to say and I don't like feeling like I'm defining myself as like you know this broken hearted hurt individual because that's not the person that I am. I'm a very happy and I'm a very positive person. I'm very uplifting. I don't like for people to try to damage my character because I'm not a bad person. I'm not a bad person. I am a person that has a super kind hurt that people just take advantage of And it's just not right, you know? It's not right. It's not right. But we have the control to stop things from controlling us. We do. We do. As hard as it seems, as tough as it may be at the moment or in the moment because it hurts that bad. Like, I don't know. I, well, I do know that, that there's got to be a lot of people that experience heartbreaks. I know that there are some people who never experienced a heartbreak before, because I've, I've had conversations with these people before. But if I was to explain to you what it feels like, it's not just a feeling. It's not just a mental feeling. It's physical. Like, you literally... Feel a sting inside of your heart every time something pops up in your head, or every time you think about something that's going on, or maybe it might be a song that comes on, like it's a really painful feeling. Like, it's I've had a child, I've had tattoos, I've had all different types of things. I've had my life almost taken away from me so many times in my life, and so many times in my life, and nothing can compare to the feeling of heartbreak to me. To me, that's the worst thing that I've ever been through. Is something that I've allowed somebody else to put me through is being controlled or or feeling like I don't have control over my own mind or my own feelings. This is the worst feeling in the world, feeling like you can't get back to yourself because you're so stuck on somebody else. That is the worst feeling to me to me heartbreak is the worst damaging feeling that anybody can have because it stops you from so much things that you could be doing because i can't even tell you heartbreak had me under my covers not wanting to get out of my freaking covers not wanting to eat not wanting to do anything losing mad freaking weight getting mad freaking weight at times like Heartbreak does so much to an individual, and some people don't even know what it feels like. So people could be sitting down laughing about how I'm feeling. People could be sitting, about, sitting down laughing about the things that I'm saying, but I honestly don't care because I know that there's another individual out there who knows what the fuck I'm talking about. And I know that there's another individual out there who are, who's going to listen to what I'm saying. And they're going to apply it to their life. And they're going to try to change whatever situation that they're in. Because I, I, I know. I know. I listen to myself back. And sometimes when I listen to myself back, I feel the hurt that I'm spitting out here to people. I do feel it. I feel it when it comes out of my mouth. Because I feel it right now when I'm saying it right now. Like, I don't... It's not easy to talk about this stuff. Like, it's really heartbreaking. and Every time I talk about stuff like this, it makes me want to cry. But the more and more I talk about it, the more and more strength I feel to get out of that situation. Because I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to continue to be hurt. I don't want to continue to be afraid to love. I don't want to continue to be scared to allow other people in my life. Because I have this... this. Uh, I have such high expectations because I've received so, (laughs) so much cruelty in my life, you know? So yeah, it's hard for me to trust people, but it's not hard for me to understand people. It's not hard for me to understand people because I feel like I've been through the lowest of the lowest of the lowest. And I know that there's somebody else out there that's doing 10 times worse than me. But if I feel this bad and somebody else probably feels worse than me, it's just like, damn. You know how many hurt individuals we have in this world and how much hurt we're throwing on other people. And just like what I was saying earlier inside the podcast or May 17th, (laughs) what I was saying is that when you're going through so much hurt and so much damaging things in your life, when another individual is throwing so much shade on you and, and is drowning you so much, you're so used to all this toxicity in your life that when you do finally receive love or do finally receive somebody in your life that's probably going to love you and probably going to treat you like the best person in, in the world, you're going to continue to push this person away. Or then eventually you're going to start treating this person how, how this narcissist is treating you. Because like I said, like, you know, I had to sit back and like, (laughs) look at myself like, did I really, did I really tell this person that I don't care if they live or they die? Like, I do care if people live or they die. Even if I can't fucking stand your guts. Even if you did the worst thing to, I do care if you die. I don't want anybody to die. I don't. And that is, isn't anything that should be coming out of my mouth. Saying that, that I don't care if somebody dies. I don't care if you die. Uh, I that's that's not something that I say. And that is something that I was continuously hearing from that specific individual. And I'm not going to blame that individual for the things that's coming out of my mouth. What I'm blaming is myself for hanging on to that situation for so long that I developed that many traits. For me to do it to somebody else. And it makes me angry with myself. Not with that person. It makes me angry with myself that I allow somebody else that much power over me and my mind. That I, that I started developing those hateful traits to pass on to another individual. That's going to make that individual eventually push it on to somebody else. And just imagine all the different people that we have in this world. Going around telling people, I don't care if you die. I wish you die. You're dead to me. Come on, you don't say stuff like that to people. Because I swear to God, the first time that person said that to me. And I'm already a suicidal person. That's something that I 100% wished on myself. Like, you know, I already started feeling, I already was feeling at the time that I didn't have anybody here for me and that this is the only person here for me because this is the only person that I wanted to be around. Why I isolated myself away from all these other individuals because I felt like all these other individuals were being a problem in my life for this person. And not just this person, but this person was making it seem like I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say this person made it seem like anything because I can't blame my situation on anybody because once you blame something on somebody and not take responsibility for something that you did yourself, there's no opportunity for change. So I'm going to blame it on myself and I'm going to say that I allowed myself to be so caught up with another individual. That I isolated myself from people that really probably loved me or people that really probably was going to understand me eventually in life. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. There there were a lot of people that I did have to let go because those people were also damaging to me. And those people were also, uh, I'm not going to say they were narcissists, but they did care about themselves just a little bit too too much. A little bit way, way, they thought about themselves a little bit way, way, like way, way more than... A person that's supposed to be coming to you with a situation where you're supposed to, like, you know, only think about them in that situation, not yourself. Like, that's, that's the bad thing about people. When you come into them and you're talking to them about your situation and they turn around and they flip it on their situation or they, they turn around and they flip the problem. Like, you know, you know, I, I I honestly don't even know how to explain everything that's going on through my mind. I'm rambling, I'm rambling, I'm rambling, but all of it, it comes together all into one. And I'm just basically saying, that when you allow somebody to hurt you for so long, eventually when somebody else comes along to love you, you hurt that individual. And that individual that gets hurt, ends up hurting another individual. And then it goes on to the next two, three, four, five people. And then we just got a whole world of hate. And that's not something that I want for my life. That's not something that I want for my child. That's not something that I want for my love. I don't want to teach hate. I don't want to feel hate. And I'm not going to lie. Anytime, anytime I felt some type of hurt or some type of pain from that individual or from, you know, I I, I pretty much keep to myself when I'm feeling some type of way. But when another individual reach out to, reaches out to me and they, they need something or they, they're just saying what's up or whatever, you know. Yeah, you know, I want to talk about my situation, I do, but it's because it's so damaging to other people, it's hard to talk about it, and because I don't talk about it, the way that my responses come out to these people, because I'm not healed from this situation, I'm trying to still figure out how to get through the situation, I'm still bottling up all this stuff inside, so when these other people that love me, that, that are bringing love to me, like, hey, what's up, or trying to come around me, and... I'm so set on the fact I don't need to talk about my situation. I don't want to bring anybody else in it. I'm not realizing that I'm bottling up so much that when these people do bring love around me, that when I spur anything out, it's negative. Even if it's not about the situation. It's negative, though. It's like, you know, it could be the most random thing. It could be an idea or something that I'm just totally against. Like, you know, it's just you project even though you feel like you're fine. You project your your energy in some type of way. And I don't know if that makes sense to anybody else. But that energy is projected in some type of way. Whatever way that you're bottling, whatever bad energy you're bottling up, even though you might feel okay. You might feel okay for a moment or a a couple days or whatever, but it doesn't matter how you're feeling. That energy is going to come out and it's going to hurt somebody else. And all that bad energy mixed and spreading around this world doesn't do anything but give us the world that we have today full of toxicity and hatred. And I'm tired of feeling hate. I'm tired of feeling pain. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I give out too much love to feel hate. I give out too much support to feel unsupported. I give out too much too much encouragement, too much enlightenment, too much inspiration, too much motivation to be sitting here being the one that feels like I need all of that shit. For what? You know, I get all of it. I, I get it from myself. And this is this is something that I'm working on. Yes, this is something I'm working I am still working on self-love. I totally love myself. I'm totally, completely in with myself. But it is a lot of stuff that I'm still working on. It's a lot of stuff that I can continue working on. It's a lot of stuff that I can do to make myself better. You know? But I give out too much. I give out too much to other people, is my point. I give out too much to other people instead of giving it to myself. And this is something that I'm working on. This is something that I'm projecting to myself. I'm stopping trying to make somebody else feel better when they're feeling down and making myself feel better because obviously nobody else is gonna make you feel better but you. You can reach out to somebody else and you can tell them how you feel. They can send you flowers. They can come give you a hug. They can write you something. They can do whatever you want them to do to make you feel better. But the only person that's going to make you feel better is yourself. And this is something that I had to realize myself. This is something I'm still figuring out myself. Like, yeah, I'm sad sometimes or most times or whatever. I'm going through all types of hell right now. It's hard to explain everything that I'm fucking going through. It's really hard to explain everything that I'm going through. But I know for a fact that I'm not going to to be feeling hurt and afraid all the time. Nobody knows the things that, that, that's happening in my life. Like I'm, this, There's all types of stuff that's happening in my life. That That's it. I, I don't need to explain it. I don't need to tell anybody what's going on. But all I want to say is that I am in control of my life, my situations, my feelings, and nobody else is going to have that power over me anymore where I feel like, I can't do anything without that person. I'm not codependent on nobody but me, you know? And that's when it becomes a problem to that narcissist or to somebody else. When when you discover that you don't fucking need that person. When you discover that you don't need that person and you let that person go. (laughs) It's a whole nother feeling, you know? It's a whole other feeling. It it does hurt. It hurts to let let something go that you love. But when you realize that it's not love, that this person didn't love you back, that this person just wanted what they wanted in the moment or whatever moment that they need or whatever, whatever narcissists fucking use people for. (laughs) My fucking goodness. And it's just, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy and it's hard to come up with answers and it's hard to come to a conclusion to the whole thing without, you know, you got to struggle a little bit sometimes. And I'm not going to lie, like I hurt really bad right now, like really bad. Like I told you I've been through so much in my life and I feel like this is the worst situation I've ever been through in my life. It really is. Like, There's so much more stuff that I want to say. And there's so much more stuff that I want... (sighs) to help people understand. But I'm still going through it. And I'm still figuring it out. And I will continue to come and release as many episodes or as many much poetry, as much books, as much songs, whatever. I'll do as much as I can to, to help somebody else not to feel the way that I feel because I swear I started going back to church. I started going back to church. I was totally against going back. I grew up in a church and I stopped going to church for my personal reasons. And I started going back to church because I started feeling like I honestly need another. I need another spirit in my life right now. I need another spirit. I need to feel something else because it hurts. It really hurts. It really hurts. It really, really, really hurts. And I can't express that enough. And I had to start going back to church and praying to God to remove that love. To remove that love because it's not love that I want to give to somebody if I'm not getting the same type of love back, or if I'm not, if it's not reciprocated to me. Yeah, I do everything out the kindness of my heart. Yeah, I do everything out of love. But there just comes a point in life where you have to benefit and you have to receive from something else. And once you're not benefiting, once you're not receiving, it's no good for you. It's no good. And like I said, laugh about how I feel. Laugh about my emotions. Laugh about whatever you want to laugh about. But I'm a real ass motherfucker and I'm going to continue to be real. And I'm going to continue to say whatever I want to say until I feel better. Until somebody else feels better. And I'm going to continue to say... Whatever I feel like is hurting this world and what's bringing toxicity to this world to help bring the world more at peace. And that is self-love. That is loving yourself so you can stop projecting the negative energy that other people are bringing to you in your life on other individuals that don't deserve it. Because I'm one individual that does not deserve that type of hell in my life because I give too much love to receive hate. Way too much love. And it makes me angry. Yes, it does make me angry. I'm not even going to lie makes me real angry to sit here and just think about all of that warmth and kindness and good energy and positivity and everything that you gave to someone else. All that energy that you wasted on somebody else just for it to mean nothing in the end. Nobody likes to Uh, start relationships over. Nobody likes to end relationships. Nobody likes to lose friendships. But when it comes to a point where you're being hurt, it has to be done. You got to do what you got to do. And it's not selfish. And that's all I wanted to say. And I will be back on here with another episode about narcissism because this whole season is going to be on narcissism. And I hope everybody has a lovely day. I hope you're looking out for my next album. Oh, my first album. It's called I Owe Me. <laughs> and it pretty much surrounds everything that we're talking about. Self-love and getting away from a narcissist. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'm going to post that cover. I'm going to post that cover for this uh, podcast title. I'm going to post the Royal Weez um website for that article earlier inside of the description and i really hope that this episode brought some well wellness to somebody i hope it was better than the last because i know the last episode i was just splurging out how it felt so this is just a little bit more i'll be back peace out